It's This Week in Bourbon. We've got a special one because we're doing it in person this time. And here's your headlines for August 26, 2022. The Kentucky Bourbon Benefit raises $1.4 million to help flood victims. Freddie No has released the sixth chapter in his acclaimed Little Book whiskey series called To the Finish. And Four Roses Distillery has announced its 2022 limited edition small batch. But before we get started, here's a quick word from our partners. And they're off for another Gift 270 2020 Unicorn Raffle. Your $20 ticket gives you not one, but two chances to win from our lineup of 20 Woodford Reserve treasures, including the grand prize, the rarest unicorn yet, the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Derby 150 Baccarat Edition. Only 150 bottles were made and is just like the one the Derby winning owner receives. Quit horsing around and get your $20 tickets now at Give270.org. Charitable Gaming License ORG 0002703. Ed Bly and Rising Tide Spirits are back again with a new release of Old Stubborn Bourbon. And this release of Old Stubborn is a premium hand marriage of 10, 11, and 12-year cask drink, barely filtered pot still bourbon. It comes in at a staggering 123.8 proof. And the flavoring grain for this one, which the last one was weeded, but this time it's now rye. Rich, sweet, and bold with a long finish that's sure to be another eye-opener. You can order online at Sealbox or TheBourbonConcierge.com and you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. From their bar to yours, Chad and Sarah of the popular YouTube channel It's Bourbon Night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new Elemental Elixir's Golden Hour Syrup. It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. Hey everyone, Kenny and Ryan here, and we're actually in person. This is actually the, people probably don't know that we've been doing it remotely the entire time yeah. that we've been doing this, this week. weird. Bro. I'm used to looking at you and not having to look at you. <laughs> Through a computer screen, now I'm going to have to look at you in person. No, like, actually like it, two feet apart. It's kind of very strange, but uh, at least I have access to your bar here. Yes. Uh, yeah. And not mine, so I get to drink all your shit. So. It, which is, honestly, I'm kind of glad we're able to do this for the first time because we're actually opening up a lot of bottles that we typically won't review or do things of because of, of, of partners and people that are advertisers. And I know we get a lot of bottles sent from barrel here. And I know we don't do the whiskey quickies on them because people might think, oh, you're biased. They're they're a sponsor. Holy crap. We've been trying some of this stuff. I know. <laughs> like, this is actually damn, pretty damn yeah. good. Patch 33 special buy it now. Uh, Equinox blend special. Really good. Uh, the What was the other one? Vantage. 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 The Vantage, Vantage one. That just showed up today when we were recording. Really so. good. Yeah. It's a uh, it's been a good day. <laughs> I know. We're going to have great commentary at this point. Well, let's just keep it going. I mean, we, we're actually on the tail end of our recording sprint that we've done, I think, six interviews this week with one more to go tomorrow. By the time you're listening to this, you're already going to be listening to our last interview that we'll be doing with another special guest. I'm not going to give it away, but it's been a it's been a fun yet busy week, but this is, this is what we do. We love being able to capture these stories, and there's a lot of good things that we'll be able to bring to you, too. Yeah. Of course. Let's uh, talk news now. Or this week in... This week in bourbon. This week in bourbon. It feels so weird doing it in front of you. That's right. It's <laughs> this week in bourbon, where blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so the Kentucky Bourbon Benefit, it's hosted by the Kentucky Distillers Association, but they also partnered with the Bourbon Crusaders, as well as Fred Minnick, and also Louisville-based Westport Whiskey and Wine. And this ended last Sunday. I know we talked about it before because they had a lot of different things that were on their online auction. It went for 10 days. They had vintage bourbon, private barrel selections, and exclusive distillery experiences. However, organizers said it's one way that the bourbon industry can do good for Kentuckians. And to date, their combined monetary and supply donations toward flood and uh, tornado victims were more than 275000 including a $100,000 cash donation from Brown Foreman, a $50,000 from Beam Centauri, Four Roses and Campari, Wild Turkey, and even more. So far, it's raised $1.4 million. So this auction is still right now taking donations, so the amount of money could go up. 
in a total, if you want some of the sort of back-end statistics here, they had 3,626 bidders representing all 50 states and Washington, D.C., and that was for all 533 lots, which placed more than 17,300 bids in total. But they did say that Kentucky led the way by far with nearly 775 registered voters, followed by Ohio with 295, Tennessee at 203, Florida 198. Now, I'm sure you're also wondering, okay, what were the big ticket items here? So here we go. So the first one was the private barrel selection at Four Roses. They said they're going to give you a barrel aged between 13 to 16 years old, and that sold for a grand total of $157,250. The next one was a private barrel selection donated by Willett Distillery in Nelson County, and both the largest and the third largest bids on these single items. So first was the Willett 10-year bourbon experience. Actually, this one was the highest one. It went for $168,099, and the 10-year rye barrel was at $137,000 even. Winning lots from Angel's Envy totaled more than $106,000, including a private barrel experience of its cask-strength finished bourbon that went for $89,402. There were other private barrel experiences of their award-winning bid. Sorry, other other winning bids included like Wild Turkey at $48,000, Maker's Mark at $46,000, New Riff at $45,000, Elijah Craig at $27,200, Bullet at $24,500, and Wilderness Trail at $20,000. Wow, that's incredible. And we're, it's sadly we we're just coming off the the tornado one that was in the you know December, so it, it, it's incredible that it felt it, too soon. It felt too soon, and but it's incredible, especially you know, you know, like Four Roses, Drew, they all were involved in the last one, as is with everyone that they were just ready to step up and donate, you know, ultra rare cask and stuff that's really going to get money moving, you know, for this charity. So it's you know, the the bourbon industry is one of the best that it's such a tight knit community and they really work together and, and they really shine in, in these moments when people need them for charitable, charitable auctions or anything there. I, I love an economic study. I keep saying this on how much charity money bourbon has done for just any, any charity across the nation in the past 10 years, it's gotta be close to a hundred million dollars. I was going to say, I don't even want to put a number next to it because I'll probably get it wrong. I've never yeah. been good at guessing the number of jelly beans in a jar, so I would <laughs> definitely be wrong. Yeah, I'm bad at that too, on that man. one. But yeah, you're right. There's, there's, it's, it's very admirable to a lot of these companies and and what they're able to donate and what they have to be able to provide to a lot of people out there. I mean, it, the great thing is, is it's not only just these these companies that are doing, but Gosh, the people. I mean, the people that are sitting there shelling out 168, almost $170,000 for a 10-year barrel of bourbon from Willet. I mean, that's that's a lot of money that goes into that. I mean, we know what the actual cost of the barrel is, and people are, are wanting to donate and, and be a part of that. And that's that's truly just a, a sense of, um, you know, being able to just, of giving. I, I don't know what other kind of words to put to it. It's just, it's a lot of cheddar to put towards a barrel. Let's put it, it that is. way. Yeah, I mean... Obviously, it's a cool whiskey experience and great, fantastic bourbon. But yeah, just the giving aspect is what's awesome is, yeah, from the distilleries and the community, just rallying behind uh, the need there in Eastern Kentucky. Well, let's keep going. Are you, you traveling to France anytime soon? I have not. No. I, I know, no plans. I'm going to Spain, though. Oh, okay. All right. Neighbors. Are you going to be going through France's airport by any chance? No, uh, unfortunately. Well, uh, well, if you are an international globetrotter, Woodford Reserve is creating a sensory experience at the Charles de Gaulle Airport in France, or sorry, in Paris, France, should I mention, and that is to bring the flavors of its American whiskey to traveling consumers. The pop-up lounge will run from August 30th to September 26th from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. daily and will be located in Terminal 2E at Gate M. Woodford Reserve has partnered with the iconic Paris cocktail bar called Little Red Door to bring a farm-to-bar cocktail menu to the pop-up. At the famed Le Maison de Chocolate of de Paris, they have crafted a special bonbon to pair perfectly with the Woodford Reserve. The custom menu will feature Woodford Reserve cocktails and non-alcoholic cocktails inspired by the 200 flavors in every bottle of the Kentucky Straight Bourbon. With sustainability in mind, cocktails will be served in keepsake Govino glasses to reduce waste. A range of Woodford Reserve will be available to purchase, including bourbon, malt, double-oaked, five-malt stouted mash, batch-proof 128.3, and the Baccarat edition. An exclusive bottle of Woodford Reserve bourbon featuring a From Paris with Love design will be available at the lounge. Customizable gift tags will also be available to consumers to add to their bottles. 
forgive me for my ignorance. What's Govina or material for to serve to serve it in? I don't know. It says keepsake Govina glasses. I'm assuming it's just like a. Uh, I mean, you got to understand. Like they're they're partnering with a Baccarat. That's probably a nice type of glass manufacturer. If I, I guess this is what we should probably do. Let me go ahead and look it up. Uh, Govino glasses, right? Is that what we're looking at? Govino glass. Govino yeah. glasses. All right, they're looking it up. So uh, it's just basically it's a shatter. Right, the first one comes up. Shatterproof wine glass oh. uh, from day one. Let's see, reducing waste by single use plastics through reuse. So I, I think it's just a it, it's a type of glass that people are utilizing to help the environment that's all get really down is. with shatterproof i was doing the dishes the other night and was trying to like carry like five glen cairns back to my bar and dropped one and oh. shattered and i was like oh so mad it those things shattered to like it's a not just like pieces. five pieces it's like a thousand oh it, 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 glen cairns are worse every time i drop one my wife when she hears it i, I just know i'm gonna yell that <laughs> because it, what's going on oh yeah because she doesn't trust me to clean it up so right. she's got to come down and i mean and to to her yeah, she's right because she'll like lift up a part of a rug somewhere and yep, there's a shard of glass that ended up yeah, over there. I mean, always, they, just, they break away and go I always everywhere. tend to miss a piece too. Yeah. Ends up my, hopefully in my foot, not my kids or something. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. Shatterproof glass. I, I guess that's a thing. Shatterproof glass. Huh. Very cool. I will not be going to Paris and I don't think you will be, but for folks who are, that'll be a, uh, yeah. Sounds like an awesome time. Not on my, on my to-do list, but maybe one Pass day. the Bordeaux and do some bourbon. Mm, sounds delicious. So I know this is not bourbon-esque, but I saw this and I said, this is a pretty cool collaboration, kind of what you see happening inside of any of the whiskey world where people are trying to elevate different brands and try to tie in different things and try to bring two high-end brands together. And so the Macallan, together with a luxury automotive partner, Bentley Motors, is revealed its remarkable vision of the design of called the Macallan Horizon. It's an inspirational and highly innovative limited edition single malt whiskey in development by both of the brands. The prototype of the Macallan Horizon, which will be available as a whiskey product starting in the summer of 2023, fuses both traditional craftsmanship and innovative materials with cutting edge technology to create an exclusive horizontal design. It was visualized following extensive collaboration between the Macallan and Bentley Motors. In homage to the Macallan's acclaimed six pillars, the foundation stones of the brand that account for the distinctive single malt whiskeys. The Macallan Horizon concept product incorporates six unique upcycled, repurposed, or ethically sourced materials, which are integral to the Macallan and Bentley motors. Among them are recycled copper and from the disused, curiously small spirit still, which were located within the Macallan's former distillery. Aluminum also recovered from the Bentley motors uh, during the manufacturing process. There's also recycled wood, recycled glass, and carbon-neutral leather locally sourced and also in the recently unveiled Bentley Moulinier Grand Tour. The final component is a very special single malt whiskey being created for the Macallan Horizon. This whiskey that master maker, or sorry, whiskey maker Kirstine Campbell developed the flavor profile for the whiskey following a visit to the Bentley Motors and crew, where she observed the firsthand of their shared passion for creativity, craftsmanship, and innovation. The visionary design also features a glass bottle with an extraordinary 180-degree twist, representing the mastery of space and time achieved by the Macallan and Bentley Motors in creating the prototype, which has no standing base. Yeah, the uh, thousand percent that got written by a PR firm. Um, <laughs> number two, there's a lot of buzzwords. There is. So, and number three, scotch is encouraging drinking and driving by partnering uh, with the Ottawa. Uh, dude, that's a deep, that's a dig right there. Uh, yeah, I'm so, just kidding. I mean... <laughs> Bentley, I mean, it's pretty cool to be able to partner with Bentley and probably the McCallum is one that you could see that happen. I did see the pictures of this and they talk about being horizontal. You're right. The bottle does not stand vertical. It actually lays horizontal on a table. So if you thought it was hard to put a bottle of Old Forester birthday bourbon on the shelf, like, could you imagine what it's like to just basically put a wine bottle on its side? Uh, and that's what you have to Hell no. That, the Old Foe bottles pissing me off. Whistle pig one. Anything that's wide, I'm like, <laughs> I, you're going in the cabinet. <laughs> I mean, that's that, but I, like I said, I saw that and I said, okay, this is a pretty cool thing to talk about only because of the collaboration of this and sort of what it means for, for bigger brands. So who knows? We'll see. No, it is very cool. I was yeah. kidding about the drinking drive. Yeah, I know. Just, you, you think booze and automobiles wouldn't go together, but this makes sense. And yeah, you'll, you'll see like Heaven Hill and Camaro. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what we have to deal with. Trans Am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Grand Prix or something like that. Yeah. 
All right. So in celebration of Bourbon Heritage Month, Buffalo Trace Distillery has announced the Buffalo Trace Bourbon Heritage Month Collection. This is a one-of-a-kind series of whiskey and art that will feature 50 1.75-liter bottles of Buffalo Trace single-barrel bourbon that have been hand-painted and designed inspired by iconic elements from each state, along with the corresponding artwork and a VIP distillery tour. So beginning September 7th, the bottles will be available via an online auction with all sale proceeds benefiting, sorry, I keep saying that, but benefiting Keep America Beautiful. And this is the largest community improvement organization in the United States. Artwork for the collection was done by Louisville, Kentucky-based artist and illustrator Bree Bowers. Known for her wearable art, cardboard sculptures, and illustrations, Bowers is most famous for her watercolor series depicting Louisville's beloved neighborhoods and landmarks. To participate in the auction, you can visit buffalotracedistillery.com slash bourbon heritage, and you get a link to the auction site, and it starts at 9 a.m. on September 7th, and it'll be running through September 22nd. Bidding will begin at $75 each for each hand-painted 1.75 liter of Buffalo Trace Single Barrel Bourbon with corresponding artwork. Winners will be notified via email and will be immediately be, a bit, be available to download their artwork, but bottles and physical art prints will be available for pickup at the Buffalo Trace Distillery in Frankfurt starting on January 1st, running through December 31st of 2023. Auction winners will also receive a VIP tour and tasting at Buffalo Trace. Hmm. Interesting. I mean... I mean, I'm glad you get, at least you get some art or some, I mean, Buffalo Trace is already hard to find and people will auction for it. So might as well throw some art in it. So I like it. At least it's not an NFT. That's I, was, I was about to say that. I was like, everybody jumping on the NFT. They, they, even they know, were jumping on the NFT train. Right. They're, they're going back to traditional art. I like it. Yeah. They didn't wait long for NFTs to go into the junker you know, to be able to say, all right, they only back, did, they back, did, to, back to physical goods. They did one and they're like, <laughs> yeah. and they're like ah, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Their, their storage closet's going to start overflowing if they keep holding on to all these NFT art. So it's a 1.75 liter of a single barrel. Is that? Well, I mean, it's 50 bottles from a one point. It's it, yeah. It, it does say a single barrel. Yeah. So 50 1.75s. I would imagine that probably, probably uh, evens out to a barrel if I had to guess. Yeah. Huh. It's very cool. Just now you get a bottle with some, some watercolors on it. <laughs> I wouldn't say some watercolor, but it's from an actual artist. So there you go. And, and it benefits a good, good cause. Keep America beautiful. That's right. It's the land of the land, the free. Yes. So we've talked about Kobe before on here, which is Kentucky's original black bourbon enthusiast and Jamar Mack. He's one of the leaders. And then he actually sent this to me and that's because they're bringing back their fifth annual bourbon and benevolence tasting and charity auction event. Plus, their big old after party, which I've seen pictures of the after party. It looks pretty wild. So it's Saturday, December 10th, from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern, Bourbon, Bourbon and Benevolence brings attendees face-to-face with some of the industry's biggest brands and offers a signature online auction hosted by Bill Minish, so bidders can participate no matter where they are. Again, this year, the auction will benefit Apron Incorporated, the local initiative that provides financial relief to food and beverage industry professionals. They will have an estimated 100 items pl- available for the auction, and some of these include a William Lure Weller, Old Carter, George T. Stagg, vintage bottles, one-of-a-kind distillery experiences, and a lot more. There is also the rare opportunity for the general public to take home a few select Kobe single-barrel picks, including a few barrels selected from Bourbon and Benevolence. Tickets go on sale starting September 7th, and if you want to learn more, go to 502-Kobe, that's K-O-B-B-E dot com. I was somewhere and they had actually had Kobe picks on the menu. I can't remember where. And really? I was like, yeah. And uh, that's great. I think it was a trouble bar and uh, they were fantastic. I had a couple. They were good. I mean, so they know how to pick a barrel too. I know. They're doing better than us. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I did. I have seen uh, this too. party. It looks a lot of fun. Uh, I, I know. I saw some of the pictures from last year. It, it, if I remember correctly, they were, they went to Bourbon's Bistro and they're upstairs and they, went way beyond the fire rating code of <laughs> how many people should be up there. It looked like, you know, hands in the air, people dancing around and partying. And I was like, I think that only holds 50 people. I think there's like a solid 150 up there. Yeah. That, because we tried to have Pursuit Palooza there and they're like, no, no way. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, yeah. This sounds like another great event. I, I think we got invited live, but we had something going on where we couldn't make it. May, hopefully I guess December 10th. We'll see what's we'll going see on. see what we got going on our calendars. We'll be able to make it for this one. See what it's all about. Yep. Experience it in person. We'll have our hands in the air. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Yep. Party, party, get down. 
So this was this is actually probably one of the bigger news of the week, but I didn't put it as a headline because I don't consider it bourbon, but it is a it is big news just in the the whiskey world in general, and that's it. Italy's Campari Group has agreed to buy a 15% minority stake in the banana flavored bourbon called Howlerhead for a cool sum of around $15 million. So Howlerhead is also the official flavored whiskey partner of the Ultimate Fighting Championship, which reaches nearly 700 million fans annually. And that's according to UFC president Dana White, which I know I've seen some of the advertisements for Howlerhead and there's Dana White sitting there flexing, holding a bottle of it. So he's definitely a part of this. Uh, The whiskey is made at Owensboro-based Green River Distilling Company using a proprietary yeast, grains, and mineral-rich water filtered through Kentucky limestone, which, I don't know, it doesn't really matter when you start adding banana flavoring to it, but let's keep (laughs) going here. The bourbon is then aged for two years in American white oak barrels with alligator char and then blended with natural banana, banana flavor. The agreement provides Campari Group with the global distribution rights as well as the option of full ownership of the brand starting in 2025. And that depends on its future sales performance. It launched nationally in the U.S. last year in Hallerhead Kentucky Straight Bourbon. (laughs) It's not Kentucky Straight Bourbon, but it says says here. It's described as one of the fastest growing whiskey brands in the United States. In its first full year of operations, the brand sold more than 50,000 nine-liter cases, mainly in the U.S. and Canada, and generated a net sales of $6.7 million. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) That's a lot. It Um, is. For a banana-flavored whiskey? I mean, I remember when we got a chance to try uh, the the peanut butter one. Screwball. Screwball. Yeah. And that was like, whoa, this is interesting. I mean, it's different. But it's nothing that you're going back to the well all the time and thinking, like, I need to drink this yeah, over and over this again. Must be like, shot skis or something. So oh. People having shots, I don't know. Like, And I'm surprised Campari is, I don't know, this just doesn't feel, they're, it doesn't feel on brand with them, but, uh, I mean, obviously the numbers don't lie and you put their money and resources behind it. They could probably, and the UFC, you know, that's probably why, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting if they keep it at green river, you know, why not? (laughs) Where else would they go? I mean, if you think about it, it's probably just like two year old whiskey that they're putting in there. They call it Kentucky straight, even though they can't call it straight anymore. Yeah. But why wouldn't they just go to Turkey and make it, you know, or you Two-year-old turkey barrels. I don't know. That would really make Eddie and Jimmy really happy. (laughs) (laughs) That that didn't even add up in my head, the fact that you could just go to Wild Turkey and just get it from there instead of keep sourcing from Green River. Right, exactly. I mean, keep your cost of goods down to like $150 a barrel instead of, what I don't know, or $200 Whatever they're paying, yeah. I mean, but if you save 50 bucks a barrel going, bringing it in-house, I mean, I don't know. That adds up if you're talking that much volume. Yeah, honestly, it's... You're right. I look at this and it's a play to be able to have the name and the rights of Dana White and UFC fighting ultimate fighting championship and all that surrounding around it. So I get it. I get it from a like social aspect because it's there. I've, I've seen it time and time again because I'll sit there and turn on ESPN. Yeah. There's yeah. a big old howler head right there in the freaking octagon. Just the, the packaging though is like, it's so off brand for Campari. I don't know. Campari to me, like, well, what is what does Campari do best? How many times have they changed Wild 101's packaging? That's true. Yeah. I mean, we're going to see nine different Howler heads. <laughs> but how do you make a Howler head banana years. whiskey sophisticated? <laughs> I mean, they I guess did you it, don't. I don't. They know. did it with Turkey 10 or Turkey Honey. I mean, so people still bought that, but this is, this is definitely a different avenue, a different consumer that are, that's getting into it. And this is not and the only reason I put this in here because this is not bourbon. The well, only sure, reason yeah. the only reason this is bourbon is because they are utilizing bourbon. And I pisses me off to sit there and read the press release, and they sit there and call it Kentucky Straight Bourbon, which is not straight bourbon anymore. But the I look at it and I think, okay, well, this is something that we see as just a trend that's happening inside of this world that probably people need, need to be aware about. Yeah. I guess we shouldn't appease to enthusiasts. <laughs> we, should, <laughs> we should just go after yeah. the UFC market. Yeah, exactly. Just, what other fruit flavors do you like? Yeah. We got a bunch of two-year sitting right what, now. What sounds good with a bench press right now? You tell me, yeah. if you, and we'll, we will put the flavors in the whiskey for you. It goes good with your jiu-jitsu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to you do some uh, some arm locks, some some rear naked chokes. Some you, you, tell me, you tell me what you want to drink while doing that, and we will make it happen. I don't care. Yeah. Let's do it. Interesting. Well, 
Next topic. <laughs> All right. Well, it's the last of the news things here, and that's that Uncle Nearest Premium Whiskey, which they are considered the most awarded American whiskey or bourbon of 2019, 2020, and 21, has now been ranked among the top 1,000 companies honored in the 2022 Inc. 5000 list, or Incorporated 5000 list, with growth of more than 3,000% since its first year and nearly 700% during the capture period of this Incorporated 5000 list, Uncle Nearest joins an illustrious group of honorees like Microsoft, Facebook, Under Armour, Chobani, Patagonia, and many other behemoths who have gained national exposure on this list. Every year, this list releases the rankings of 5,000 fastest-growing private companies in America based on percentage of revenue growth. And Uncle Nearest is one of the few spirits brands to ever be featured in this list. In 2021, Uncle Nearest announced it had become the best-selling African-American-owned and founded spirit brand in history, selling 1.5 million bottles of its sought-after super premium whiskey. The company has since gone on to sell more than 3 million bottles and is available in more than 25,000 U.S. locations. Wow, that's impressive. I mean, when when did they start? I mean, if they said that they've been the most awarded since 2019, I'm going to guess 2018. 2018, and they I mean, sold that many that's bottles? Just, that's just my guess. Well, I mean, you get the right investors, the right people to back you up. And you have the capital. You can got find story, whiskey. Yeah. And you got the story. Good packaging. And they got and, all the medals. And you figure out, it, 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 to be honest, I mean, we, we sit here. What's the hardest part about whiskey? Well, the hardest part is scale. Yeah. That is really the hardest part. Money and scale. Yeah. It's scale because it's, and we we say scale, we say scale into a few different degrees here. And it's not to, not to down anybody or anything like that. It's like, okay, like, oh, this, you know, this company, they, they've done 10,000 nine liters. This company's done 50,000. This company's done a hundred thousand. What are they doing to do that? Is it because they're already in the five or eight states that they're doing, or they just keep opening up new states and keep selling to new markets. So it's one of those things to say, okay, yes, you're selling more bottles, but are you actually getting the sell through? Or are you just opening up new markets, getting on new shelves, but consumers aren't actually buying the product? Right. And I think that's been the hardest thing that we've got to understand too, even from coming from our own brand, is that, yeah, even though we're in some states like Georgia and Tennessee, to be quite honest, they're not our most performing states and we're not getting the sell through and people aren't going through and buying the product. So we've got to figure out how do we help initiate the sales growth in those markets? Would it be easier for us to just go ahead and say, oh, heck, let's just go ahead and open up Massachusetts and Florida and California and we'll just go ahead and just keep selling. But if you're not selling through the product, then it doesn't really matter. And you're just going to stalk growth once you once you've basically opened up everywhere and then you go, all right, well, I guess we're going to Canada. <laughs> we're, we're going to Europe. We're going to the pond, across the pond. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, not to take away, I mean, it's an incredible feat in that short of time to hit that amount of case volume. But yeah, it, it's hard to say because you, you don't know the, like you said, the reorders, you know, if they're, it'd be good to see like those numbers in a couple of years to see like, okay, once you've saturated the market, you know, with uh, all your product to see like, you know, we're like a brand like Evan Williams, though, you know, is where it's like constantly growing, you know, at a double digit growth. You know, that's more impressed. That's pretty impressive, you know. And you already know that's in all 50 states and every single liquor store. Right. It's been there for a while. Every almost every grocery store, maybe even gas stations at this point. Yeah. Because, I mean, for us, you know, starting from nothing to where we're at now that we could probably equate that to 5000 percent, you know, <laughs> but uh, it's in reality you can skew numbers however you want and those ink magazines are they're great but you know a lot of it's self-submitted you're you're you know having a pr firm get you in there to do this and that but it sounds like we're taking away from them but we're not <laughs> <laughs> well i mean you you just you look at it from a, a critical point of view it's understandable to to you know accolade them and say this is i mean it's fantastic it is fantastic for them it's fantastic for the the market and everything like that but if if it's nothing that is it's gosh it's just like award shows i mean nobody's just going to give you award because you're great no you have to pay to be in it and you have to pay to get that award and so i'm sure the same exact thing happens here it's not like somebody goes you know what i know you didn't submit this year but god damn it we're giving you a double gold because you're just that damn good Right. Yeah. That, that doesn't happen. So this is, you're right. It's probably one of those things that you've just got to be in front of it. And you've got to get the exposure. Yeah. It's good PR, really, you know, good PR firm getting 
you know, any positive news about your company is going to do well for you. So people hear this are like, oh, well, I got to try it. You know, it's the fast somebody else is onto it. So I got to be onto it. Mm-hmm. Well, you think you can get us on the uh, Inc. 5, maybe 50,000 next year? <sighs> yeah, we're probably 100,000, <laughs> maybe even less. Maybe less than that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Top million company. All right, top million. I'll take top million. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, we'll put out a press release. Yeah. <laughs> Bourbon Pursuit coming at you. Top million company. Even just a podcast, we can do it. But let's go ahead. We will take a break. Get a quick word from our partners. We're back with some bourbon release news. Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it uh, a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in-line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. You can get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bourbon, all lowercase, and go to shopify.com slash bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash bourbon. If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon. And that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon, the farmers who grow the grain, the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S dot com, and use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. All right, everybody, bourbon release news coming at you, and this is actually more than we've had in a little bit, so I'm excited to be able to to kind of dive into these because we're getting into release season. You know, yeah, it's, it's fall's getting coming. into falls coming. It's it's Kentucky Bourbon Festival time, and you got O N D, which is mm. you know that's that's the, that's the industry term. You want to you yep. know, tell people what O N D stands for? Because no. like, when we first got, everybody's like, "Gotta have it before O N D," and I was like, "What the hell does that mean?" And they're like, "October, November, December." I was like. Okay, why don't you say Q4? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would been a lot easier to say Q4. Everybody yeah. knows what calendar year Q4 is. Yeah. Yeah, the O&D thing always threw me for a loop too. So the first one here is that after a seven-month drought because of supply chain issues is that with glass, of course, we've all experienced that, the Louisville Bourbon Transit Company is excited and relieved to announce the release of their fifth batch of bedtime bourbon. This four-year-old Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey was produced from just six barrels and is very limited to run to just over 1,600 bottles. Like all previous batches of bedtime bourbon, it has gone through the bare minimum of filtering and was bottled in Bardstown, Kentucky. Bedtime Batch 5 is now available in dozens of shops all over Kentucky and has a retail price of $75 and is bottled at 90 proof. And also, it's only available in Kentucky. All right. I, I do like that name, Bedtime Bourbon. Bedtime, like, I mean, what do you, what do, you do before you, you go to bed? A Bedtime Bourbon. Bedtime Bourbon. That's <laughs> <laughs> so usually what we do. Yeah, it's pretty smart. I know. It's, it may, and I, they've got like the whole, like the moon thing on the label. It felt like, what's what's the opening credits to those movies where it's like the kid holding like the fishing line on oh, the moon? Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm talking yeah, like yeah. Dream DreamWorks or something like that? DreamWorks, yeah. yeah that's it's, it. it's, it's, it's what it feels like. Yeah. And then... Bedtime bourbon leads to waking up at 3 a.m. and (laughs) not being able to go back to sleep because your your sleep's you can fall asleep, but it's not good sleep. That or your mouth is parched. Exactly. (laughs) All right. So Freddie No, you all know him as the eighth generation master distiller. He is releasing his sixth chapter in his acclaimed little book whiskey series called To the Finish. And to the finish is inspired by Freddie's passion for both whiskey making and cooking. And more specifically, his curiosity of how flavors come together to complement each other in both processes. The kitchen has always been a place where the No family has come together to share traditions from generation to generation. And these traditions around family meals and Freddie's adventures around the grill inspired his work for the Rack House for Chapter 6. Freddie uses his traditional method of smoking hardwoods to create different aromas and flavors in food. And he's applied that same method to the whiskey making process. 
His unique wood st- wood staves and barrel techniques for chapter six is called, well, I already said, it's called <laughs> to the finish. It's composed of five different liquid streams using different wood staves and barrel techniques that impart a unique flavor due to the secondary aging process. And then Ryan goes, Kenny, what are the five different liquid streams? Kenny, what are the five different li- liquid streams? I, I didn't think you'd ask. Go oh, here, are the, the five different blend components. So you have a four-year-old straight malt whiskey finished with cherry wood staves, a four-year-old straight malt whiskey finished with applewood smoked barrels, a four-year-old straight malt whiskey finished with hickory smoked barrels, a four-year-old straight malt whiskey finished with maple wood staves, and a five-year-old Kentucky straight bourbon. It's proofed at 1745 Will be available nationwide in limited quantities beginning in on August. Well, already in August, but it has a suggested retail price of one hundred and twenty-five dollars. I, I love this. I mean, Freddie loves that malt. <laughs> he, he, I think he started using on batch two, batch one, batch two. I don't you know. You have a better memory than I do. Uh, but he he loves pushing the boundaries, and I love that they're giving him the, you know, the the green light to push. You know not just do like a traditional Booker's blend and, um, uh, you know, or they have all this malt whiskey sitting around like Freddie. Yeah. What, what the hell are we going to do with this shit? <laughs> uh, get some, get some staves out and make it taste good. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I'd be interested to try it. I mean, Freddie's really turned himself into a fantastic blender and I've learned a lot from him. Um, yeah, I'm just, I mean, it is interesting. That's four different malts in a bourbon. No, it's, uh, I think it's the four same malts finished with, different types of barrels and staves so yeah i think that's what it is but i mean we had um what was it that hardens creek two-year-old that yeah you're that was like, delicious you're kind of like your mind's like i don't know if i'm gonna like this and then you drink and you're like well this is good i have a feeling this will be like that too like your mind's telling you no but your body <laughs> is it telling you yes it's telling you yes, yes. <laughs> it's the r kelly yeah uh, rest in peace, I guess you can say with Arkham. Yeah. Um, but Sorry, Freddie, not to... <laughs> not, not to limp you in that or not whatever. To, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I do agree that when we were doing that Whiskey Quickie, which has already been released when we did the Hardens Creek, we had the chance to do the, what, 15 or 17 year. And we're like, well, we already know what this is going to taste like. We know it's going to be good. Let's try something interesting. And that's what we reviewed. And it was surprisingly good. I shouldn't say surprisingly. It was good. And I shouldn't be surprised because of, of how well Freddie's been doing. I mean, he's just been knocking out of the park left and right with a lot of these blends. So I'd be interested to, to try this too when we get a chance to try it. Yeah. He's a, he's trying to get us to come to the supper club. I was like, dude, you got to get us more in like two days notice. <laughs> it's like, because they're love starting the, to have the these like supper club or supper things, you know, down at the kitchen. And I was like, love to come, but I, got, I need like a month's notice, at least a month's notice, buddy. <laughs> we got to put it in our calendar. We got to clear it with uh, all of our bosses. Exactly. It's a, it's a trickle down. We got to make sure we clear it with everybody. Exactly. So in September of 2022, you know, that's just right around the corner. Michter's Distillery will release its US-1 Toasted Barrel Sour Mash Whiskey for sale in the US and export markets for the second time ever. The whiskey was released once before in 2019, and to make this special toasted release, Michter starts with fully matured barrels of its U.S. toasted, or sorry, U.S. sour one mash whiskey, and then transferred it into specially toasted barrels for addition, additional aging. The precise toast profile and the secondary barrel is artfully selected by Michter's master of maturation and recent inductee to the Kentucky Bourbon Hall of Fame. Congratulations, Andrea Wilson. When when Michter's U.S. one sour mash, the base of this toasted release, was selected by the Whiskey Exchange as their Whiskey of the Year in 2019, it marked the first time that any whiskey from the United States had ever achieved this honor. So Michter's U.S. one toasted barrel sour mash whiskey is 86 proof and will sell in the U.S. for a suggested retail price of $100 per bottle. I'm always confused. Like, so is the regular Michter's sweet mash or... or- no, you know, because well, they have because I feel like everything's sour mash. So this why? is this is their whiskey. This is not their bourbon. Oh, gotcha. Okay. See, I think that's that's the big key thing is that people don't they do they do a good job of being able to. I wouldn't say they're not they're not hiding behind the the names or anything like that or hiding behind the label. Maybe it's just people don't care. But it is. It's a sour mash whiskey. It's not a bourbon. Gotcha. But they okay. have not released anything that says, oh, this is our mash bill. This is what we do and blah, blah, blah. But Michter's is very tight and closed doors about anything that happens behind over there. So I'm not surprised that people don't know about it. But 
you know, this is one of those things that eh, people are going to buy it anyway. It says toasted on it, so why not? <laughs> I'm surprised credit card proof. I don't, most of their stuff's not 86. Most of it's like 94. Yeah, that's what to say. I was like, I have to go and look over there and see what else I got uh, rocking. But I was like, I was like, there's a, yeah, there's most a Victor's. Of it's 94, like a hundred, like 110 or, you know, some, somewhere between 94 and 110. But I mean, they're so damn consistent with their releases. I'm sure it's good. Yeah, I know. It's, it, they never fail. So just let them keep doing their thing. Just get your credit cards ready. If you're going to find it, then you're going to find something that's going to be pretty. I mean, this is the first time they're the second time they've been released since 2019. Either, you know, they are not able to keep up with demand or these are, they didn't even say like how long these are like sitting in the barrels. Like I said, this is, it'd be interesting to have a little bit more information coming from Mictors to understand a little bit more of the process. Is this three months in the barrel? Is this, is this two years because that was the last time you released it? It'd be interesting to kind of know a little bit more of the details behind it. Who sings that song? Never gonna get it. Never, never gonna get it. Never, <laughs> never gonna get, gonna get that info. Never gonna get it. No, 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 no. So this one is not bourbon related, but I saw this and I go, well, anybody that complains about bourbon prices, just hold on to your seats here. So Shirakawa is a 1958 single malt, and it's believed to be the world's rarest Japanese whiskey. And it'll be distributed worldwide by Tomatin Distillery in September. So the single malt whiskey is from the lost Japanese distillery called Shirakawa. And it was built in the Fukushima Prefecture back in 1939 by Dokoku Budushu and purchased by Takara Shuzu in 1947. And if I screwed up any of those names, feel free to go ahead and let me know. But the distillery operated for nearly six and a half decades before being demolished in 2003. It produced malt whiskey between 1951 and 1969 and was one of the first distilleries in Japan to do so. The whiskey produced was rumored to be exquisite, but destined only for blending and never to be captured as a single malt. The collaboration b- between Tomatin Distillery and its owner, Takura Shuzu, is the first time the whiskey will be presented for sale as a single malt, making it a remarkable and incredibly rare expression. The rare liquid was identified in Takura Shuzu's... Kur- I'm going to start... I'm gonna, this is going to be a tough one. Takura Shuzu's... Kuro Kabarkan plant, I think I think I said that right, or Kuro Kaburga plant, back in 2019. It had been it had it was distilled back in 1958, aged in casks, and then transferred into ceramic jars at the distillery. When Shirakura closed, it was put into stainless steel tanks at Takura Shuzo's factory, where it laid untouched until now. The type of cask and the length of maturation remains unknown. So starting from September 13th. 1,500 bottles will be released on a limited basis worldwide, and this 1958 vintage is bottled at 98 proof and has a retail price in U.S. dollars of $29,450. Yeah, it's a hard pass. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like I said, if people complain about bourbon prices, just hold on to your seats. I always love the claim, the most rarest whiskey ever. It's like... You can you can do anything to something and call it rare, you know. I mean, obviously this story seems I mean nineteen fifty eight. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess we can throw some whiskey in a fucking urn and <laughs> somebody can <laughs> Who's, whose ashes is it with? And then fifty years later somebody's like, Oh, I guess we'll bottle it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's blended with the ashes and yeah. dictator podcasters. Yeah. But, I mean, what they say is ceramic container. Then and that's made... what uh, they were just transferred to ceramic jars at the distillery for you know, a long <laughs> what, time. What happens if you have a bumpy ride? It's, it gets <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> it's just a lot of spillage. Yeah, there's I don't know. This is a lot of shenanigans to me. Oh man. Yeah. Well, actually, we talked about this at the very top of the show, and we were drinking a little bit earlier, so Barrel Craft Spirits, they're introducing Barrel Vantage. Hey. Hey, there we go about it. So it's a blend of straight bourbons finished in three distinct expressions of virgin oak. You have Mizanara, French, and toasted American oak casks. And as the newest ongoing release in the BCS portfolio, this expression emphasizes each wood characteristic and flavor contribution in the blend, and skillfully highlights the toasted characteristics and elegance of these finishing casks. So each component of the whiskey and barrel vantage is finished separately and then systematically combined according to a blending process fueled in equal parts by a scientific approach, experience, creativity, and experimentation. This process focuses on the wood characteristics of the specific flavor contributions that each cask contributes to the blend. Barrel vantage was distilled in Indiana, Kentucky, and Tennessee, and then crafted and bottled in Kentucky at cask strength. 
It's bottled at 114.44 proof and is now available at select retailers and online via the Barrel Craft Spirits website at barrelbourbon.com for a suggested retail price of $90. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was going to be more expensive than that. It's really good. It's a lot of different oak, uh, different casks to be able to put into them. Yeah. I mean, they're always pushing the limits of blending and barrels and, you know, no pun intended. Um, they, they just do a fantastic job of like taking, you know, obviously they're sourcing, but they're doing interesting and unique things with the chirp and Joe blending and the finishing side too. They're, they're really, they really dialed it in with it. It's very good. But let's go ahead and tell that batch 33. Batch 33 though. It's, it's pretty money. It's pretty money. It's we, we, we saw like, Fred was talking about it. Breaking Bourbon was talking about it. We were over here today and it was on the floor. So I grabbed it. And I said, let's crack it open. We tried it. And we're like, oh crap. That's actually really good. Yeah. It's, I know. it's a cherry bomb. It's a, yeah, it's a cherry, cherry, super cherry bomb. It's, yeah. it's, and it's only five years. It's, it just well, shows you. The youngest, I guess the youngest, the youngest component is five years. We don't, yeah. I know we had talked about it on a last TWIB, but yeah. Yeah, good job, Joe and Trip. Yeah, and I'm sure there's others involved. Nick and Will and, and Will and, and yeah, Nick and all those great people over there that we've on the podcast before. So, all right. So we all know that you know, there's been, of course, the the severe weather and, and extreme flooding in, in Eastern Kentucky. But Four Roses is going above and beyond. You, we already talked about they donated a barrel of 13 to 16 years old that generated, I don't know what we say, $157,000 for a single barrel. But they're also going beyond that. They've also made a cash donation of $50,000. But that's not all. If you want to get your hands on a special bottle, you can join the effort. And Four Roses is going to have a reserved and limited amount of 16-year-old OESV barrels that will be bottled and sold to the public while supplies last with 100% of the proceeds that will be donated to the Team Eastern Kentucky Flood Relief Fund. So starting on August 29th, from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., you can you can visit the distillery in Lawrenceburg or the warehouse and bottling facility in Cox's Creek, and you can purchase the hand-selected single-barrel while supplies last. It will be $200 per bottle and has a limit of two bottles per person. Hmm. Can you go for me? I'm going to be out of town next week. Uh, I think I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It, I remember, remember when they released their gift shop release that was the, the 20 year? I think it was surprising the amount of people how many bottles they were actually going to have. So the fact that they're going to advertise this, a 16 year OESV, and say it's a two bottle per person limit. Yeah. A lot makes of me think that there's going to be a lot of bottles too. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's weird. Like, it, I, I never got to try that 20 year, but neither did I. Um, you know, a lot of, um, it, it's fascinating when you see like the small batch limited edition or this or that, you know, you don't see a lot of older Four Roses age statements. Um, it's like, so it's like, you know, how good is that older, you know, it's really good at eight to like 13 year old, but I've, I've never really had like a, just a 16 to 20 plus year old, um, Four Roses by itself they must be saving those for special occasions or or is it you know it's not in its wheelhouse or i don't know it's it's probably I, good i think yeah i was about to say i was like i'm gonna go back to my my other moniker of that i've never had a bad four roses so i'm gonna just totally kinda, yeah, yeah and just say it. it's probably it's probably gonna be okay yeah but you know you'd mentioned the, the small batch and that's gonna get to our last news article here i know lottery well it's a lottery but let's go you give you some details about what this looks like. So Four Roses, this is the 2022 limited edition small batch bourbon that's going to be released in September. And it contains a blend of four different bourbons aged from 14 to 20 years. So the non-chill filtered, it's non-chill filtered and bottled huh. at 100. Well, I was just proven wrong. That <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, we don't find anything. But I mean, but when you go to the barrel selection, there's nothing that's usually over 11, 12, right? I mean, it's usually, yeah. usually less than that, usually 10. Not average. Anyway, this non-chill filtered bourbon is bottled at 109 proof, and it will feature a 20-year-old bourbon from OBSV, 15-year-old of OESK, 14-year-old OESF, and a 14-year-old OESV. There will be a total of 14,100 hand-numbered bottles that will be distributed and sold across the United States 
from September 17th, starting at a retail price of $180 per bottle. Now, even it gets even bigger here. So not only will it be at retail, but you can also sign up at getting a shot at getting a, a part of a national lottery at fourroses.com. And if you're a Mellow Moments Club member, not only can you sign up one time, you can sign up twice, plus the first 100 members to sign up for a virtual event and you can get a small sample bottle sent to you, you get the opportunity to walk through a tasting of this with Master Distiller Brent Elliott. And the virtual tasting will take place on Thursday, September 22nd, and tickets are for $40, and members that sign up will receive a tasting portion of this year's limited release bourbon. So there's 14, is there 14,000 bottles going out to distribution or and the lottery? It just, there's no way that they are going to hold 14,000 bottles at the distillery and wait for people to go pick. No, no, no. I'm just asking, is that together combined? Um, Yes. There's 14,000 on distribution and we don't know how many is at the. No, no, there's, there's no telling. Or it's 14,000 total. It's 14,000 total. Gotcha. And it, that just said U.S. You got to understand is that when they do a limited edition small batch, there's a lot that, there, I say a lot, there's five to 8,000 that make its way over to Europe. And that's a, a different allocation. So you have 14,000 plus another 58 or 7,000. 7, so there's there's a there's a chance for a lot of people to get their hands on it if you can. But now that it's also moving to a nationwide lottery, eh, maybe, maybe not so much anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, how many how many entries are you doing? Uh, we're, I guess we're mellow moments, so we could get taught too. I've I've done my two. Crap, I haven't. Can you do it for me? Uh, I know I know your password to get in there. I don't think I have one. <laughs> I'll never create a login. Yeah, well, I, I actually don't think you needed that. You just needed the the link to be able to go and have the have oh, a sign. Where do I find the link? But you can just go to fourroses.com if you're not a Mellow Moments Club member, and you can go ahead and get signed up for the National Lottery. But you will have to go and do pick that it up right in now person. while you're talking. Yeah, you probably should. But you have to go pick it up in person. So that's that's, that's the that's the other thing. You've got to make sure that you that's just... That's too uh, far for me. Cox's <laughs> <laughs> Creek, a solid 35 minutes. I pass it like every time I go to Barstown. Yeah, it's... I mean, $180, like it's, it's, they keep stepping up in price every year. I remember when it was $89, I think when I started getting into it. So inflation, <laughs> yep, it'll get you. <laughs> yep. That's it all. It all comes back. I mean, it, but here's the thing back to what I said before. I haven't had a bad four roses. I'm sure Brent and the team did a knockout job as usual. So I would, I would happily pay the $180 if my name gets selected. Absolutely. Me too. Yep. But that's going to do it for this week in bourbon. I hope you all enjoyed this in-person edition recording of it. Hopefully you can do some more of these in the, the near future, maybe the year yeah. future. We'll see when the, see if the tides turn. I know. Usually I do it in my underwear at my computer. So <laughs> it sucks. I had to wear pants right now. Uh, well, keep, if the, have the, have the listeners have their imagination, keep that open for them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they're vomiting right now. <laughs> but that'll be it for this week, y'all. Cheers. And we'll be back next week. Toodles. Toodles.